Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined here by the one and only Mr. Andrew here on wonderful February 10th, where everybody in the country is basically freezing right now to talk about golf. So you got to love that. That gives us hope that we can get out there at some point. But we are talking uh, about the awesome AT&T Pebble Beach Pro. It's really just a pro because there's no AMs this year. No amateurs playing with COVID. So we get a real true test on some uh, on a beautiful course. And are you excited to tackle this one, Andrew? I am because it is such a beautiful course. I had the chance to walk part of it. I didn't get to play it because I, I was in transit, Ooh. but I uh, walked around the 18th green, took some pictures, and uh, I'd like to get back there and play uh, sometime. But at least we get to watch it this time. And you're right, with no amateurs, it's going to look a little bit different than in years past. We're down to two yeah. courses instead of three because of that. And a lot right. of the top, a lot of the top golfers aren't going to be here. Some of them played over in Saudi Arabia last week. Some of them are gearing up for the Florida swing. And, and uh, with a lot of big events here, they're, they're picking and choosing. Um, and it's going to be cold and there, there should be some rain. So uh, it, it's going to be a little bit different than usual uh, in the Pro-Am. But, hey, it's still Pebble Beach. It is. And that weather will definitely... Uh create some issues that's when it gets a little bit tough when you have the the winds and, and weather. you know the show must go on in golf but i'll tell you it's crazy how everybody's freezing all over the country it's just it's so cold everywhere even here in texas uh we we don't know what to do here can't stay warm <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know uh, that that might be a good place to start because on these courses uh i'll break mm -hmm. them down here we are sure. down to to just the two Instead of three, we've got Pebble Beach, which is 7,051 yards. So okay. a little bit on the short end for a par 72. Same thing with Spyglass. That one measures 7,041 at the tips. Yeah. But because of the cold weather, it's they're not going to play as short as they could. And right. uh, I saw an interesting quote from Patrick Cantlay, who's one of the big names who's in the field this week. And he said... If I'm on the East Coast and it's the summer, I could hit a 7-iron 185 or 190, but I hit 7-iron from 157 today in my practice wow. round at Spyglass. So we're talking a 30-yard difference on a 7-iron. So even though it's just over 7,000 yards it's, and, and you start to think, well, I can look at some of these shorter hitters, which we will this week because they're, mm. they are often a better in terms of accuracy and accuracy very important here but it's it's not going to be as short as you might think so guys who can add the length with the accuracy are still very important here yeah and i would assume just the adjustment to the weather and club selection so it's you know it's definitely between the weather and the setup and no amateurs you know it's important for to look at the historical piece of this tournament, which we always do when we're scouting a tournament, but it's going to be different than it has been possibly ever before. So, you know, I, when I was doing some of my scouting, I was looking at, at some of the bad weather players too, because I think, you know, some guys just, 
don't do well when they have to hold a club and it's, you know, 40 degrees or something. It's, it's just one of those things. So, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting mix. Uh, there's some great uh, uh, contests on both DraftKings and FanDuel and Yahoo, uh, all three of them. So we're going to try to break that down as best we can. And then this evening uh, we will be in Discord uh, to post our lineups. We do a full uh, FanDuel and Yahoo hybrid lineup and a GPP lineup on FanDuel, and then we put the coaches' clipboard together. Uh, we have you some highlighted players and a chance to to pick out uh, the rest of them and make a winning lineup. So we're excited. We've had good streak of golf the last three weeks, and uh, we want to keep that momentum going. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, please take a quick second and hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and also the little alarm or alert button that's up there in the corner. That'll let you know anytime our podcast posts. And uh, we really appreciate that. That really helps us get this information out uh, to, to more people. And, uh, you know, the people that have listened in the last few weeks have come up with some good winners. We've had some great feet and some, you know, exciting results. So we're, we are very uh, pumped about that. All right, let's, let's take a quick look, Andrew. I'm going to update so that it little minute and look at some of the odds that always helps us when we're building a lineup you know Vegas believes in some guys uh, gives us a little confidence on if you're in between picks uh, especially in golf because you know they have a tendency to stuff but you can still uh, you know get some value guys uh, either way so let's uh, I'm going to give you the top 10 and uh what I'm going to do then is quiz you on you got to get three of the next five. Okay. Made it way too easy for you last week. So you got Patrick Cantley's the favorite at six and a half to one. Daniel Berger, 13 to one. Paul Casey's only 15 to one. Will Zalator, 17 to one. Jordan Spieth, after a good uh, tournament, 20 to one. Francisco Malinari, same thing. Jason Day. The same, Siwoo Kim twenty eight hundred, Sam Burns 30, uh, 30 to one, and Cameron Davis thirty two to one. So you got the next five, five two, three, three hits. You're in. Three strikes. You're out. What do you got? All right. Well, one of the big names that I don't think you mentioned, Ricky Fowler. He is the next on the list. Thirty six to one. One yes. down. Two to go. All right. How about? One of the guys I've liked to play a lot because of his ball striking. I'm disappointed at how high he is this week in price, uh, but uh, it's Kevin Streelman. Kevin Streelman is next. So not only did you get to, but you got 11th and 12th, you horses. <laughs> That's another uh, guy, same odds as Fowler. So you got only one more to get. You got three guys to pick from. All right. Well, how about the guy with the best course history here getting a little bit older, but he still has the monstrous calves, Phil Mickelson. He's believe it or not, he's 15th. I don't know how, and you got to have courage to bet him, but with a little bit weaker field, he is 40 to one and he made it. So Beautiful. a perfect inning for you. Hey. One, two, three, boom. Good way to start Very the golf well week. Done. Jeez. The other two were Max Homa and Henrik Norlander, 
who I like Norlander this week, by the way. He falls into a a spot here. All right, so excellent. That is a little bit there. Uh, Why don't we get to your analysis, and that's usually the meat and potatoes of this podcast, and uh, then we'll we'll start uh, giving a few selections here. Yeah, a couple of the stats that I looked at are strokes gained approach and then some putting numbers. And we'll we'll get to those here in a little bit. But I wanted to start out by looking at the course history, like you mentioned. And if you look at the 2019 U.S. Open, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. But because of the course layout and the weather conditions. But, you know, I think it's worth a look um, because, you know, this this course, especially Pebble Beach, you've got smaller greens and. The approach shot is so, so crucial. And so you get a lot of guys in the U.S. Open and in this regular event year in and year out who aren't aren't as big in terms of length. They they really are great with that second shot. And you see it time and time again with the course history here. So uh, if you look at the rankings, guys who are here from that U.S. Open who, who played well, I'm going to just touch on some of them, mention a couple that are that are playing well. Guys, I like for different reasons. Okay. Ches Ches Reevy finished, I believe, fifth in that event. He's only seventy five hundred on DraftKings. He's missed two cuts in a row, but you know he's right there, um, hovering on the edge. So he's a value play you could look at. Chesson Hadley is a, a GPP option. He's had three missed cuts in a row, but he has good course history here. Molinari finished sixteenth in that event, and he's a guy who had a rough year last year. But his last two events, tied for eighth and tied for tenth. Mm. I like Molinari here in the Ryder Cup year. I think he's uh, hell bent on getting back into form, and he's there. You know, he's playing yeah. well. So, unfortunately, he's getting priced up, but he's in the mix for me. Our boy Paul Casey finished tied for twenty-first in that event, along with Cantlay, and those are two of the big names this week. Two of the higher-ranked players, great on that approach shot. Uh, Paul Casey who stung us last year. That's why we continue to joke about it. He's had. Yeah, three... we could. He was the guy we just couldn't get right, man. Yeah, we just could not get him right. So maybe this is the year that it turns around. We haven't taken him yet. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, he's had three straight top 12s. Worldwide, yeah, and we did. Yeah. Including a win. <laughs> you know, that was overseas. So we weren't playing that event. Yeah. But, you know, is he going to continue that form or with all the jet lag? Is it going to be another stinker for Casey? That's going to be uh, something to to look at. So Cantley was tied with him. He has great recent form, tied for 13th and a second. So yeah. he's a you know a high price guy that I that I like. Furick, good course history here, including in that U.S. Open. Nate Lashley made the cut. Uh, he made the cut last week. He's a streaky player. Duffner yeah. played well that week. He's not playing well right now though. Two or good three job. missed cuts. <laughs> A uh, few more. Andrew Putnam is a value play. Uh, he is 7,400. And the last two weeks, he has a tied for 21st and a tied for 7th. Wow. So he's in a good spot. Rory Sabatini, uh, he has, in his last three tournaments, he's only had one bad round. Other than that, he's been excellent. He's a mid-tier guy you could look at. Tom Hoagie. Uh, four missed cuts in a row, so not playing well, although nice. he has good good course history here. Nick Taylor, who won the uh, the Pro-Am, and then Berger. 
Uh, I got to mention him. He finished 49th in the U.S. Open, but last year in this event he was tied for fifth. And then last week, I could not believe that when he missed the cut at 200. He missed it by one shot, oh. and I had him in all my lineups, and that was that was really rough. You know, we were still able to cash on FanDuel, but a guy who has just been you know dominating top 20s, uh, that yes. that was not fun to see him miss that cut last week. No. No, didn't expect, no doubt. Well, let me throw a few names into the hat here and in the ring, if you will. I had mentioned earlier, I do uh, like Norlander. You know, he's he's one of those guys that's an exceptional ball striker. So he's he's a good, not super long. He's just really good with his irons. And, you know, he has a, a, a tie for 12th at PGA West, tied for 22nd in Scottsdale. And he was in his fourth appearance here last year. He had a top 25. So, you know, it all fits. And I think that he could be a guy, uh, you know, where I'm favoring some of the Europeans just because of the weather. You know, it's I know it sounds uh, a little silly, but those guys are used to playing in, in more cold, windy uh, weather. And they, you know, they can adjust, I think, with their club easier than some of the Americans that are used to playing in perfect conditions. Um, uh, Max Homa, that's a guy I've gone to a bunch of times. He's a local Cal Berkeley guy from that area. Um, and, you know, he's he's finished 10th and 4th in the last two years there. So, you know, I, I like to play him uh, a lot as it is. And uh, right now he's, he's arriving in, in form, three of the last four top 25s, and then his last two years, uh, good finishes there. So he's one of my uh, this week for a guy that won't be that super high owned. Um, guy that I also wanted to mention is Matt Jones, uh, the 40 year old, 11 for 13 with three top tens and six top 25s at per, at Pebble Beach. Now that's that's playing some good golf at that course, and his personal best he's ever done there in all of those was last year's tournament where he tied for fifth. So you got to like yeah, his chances this week. And then I'm just going to repeat a few of the guys you already mentioned, but I also and think that they're extremely dangerous. Um, Daniel Berger, I just his ball striking, man, we've talked about it. His irons is, are just phenomenal. And he, you know, he checks every box, finished tied for fifth here last year. And I think he is definitely a guy that's getting a lot of my lineups. And the last two, uh, Paul Casey, as much as he's our thorn in our side, I mean, you can't deny what you said. His He's red hot, and he's just top 20 all over the place, winning stuff. Um, it's an adjustment. It's a long flight. It's the weather. But it, that's the dude that, that chops it around in England and Scotland there when it's terrible cold weather and he does fine. So he's got to make some of the lineups, but I'm not going to have him a hundred percent. Cause I can't, can't if he doesn't make the cut. And then I'll finish with the guy that I don't care what chalk he is. I don't care that his price is the highest. I don't care about anything. This is my guy that I feel like I can plug him in. He's at worst a top five in my book. And I can fill out the rest of my roster, and it's Patrick Cantley. He is a local California guy, four for four at Pebble Beach, uh, with uh, tied for 11th last year as far as 
making the cut. And he just, these is home turf. Um, funny story, Andrew, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I ran a, a large sales uh, firm. Uh, I had a national sales team all over the country. And I had a sales rep, beautiful, beautiful young lady, mid-20s, that lived in L.A. And guess who she was dating at the time? Was it Patrick Cantlay? It was Patrick Cantlay. So right. I get, would get all the skinny on Patrick Cantlay and, you know, just the hours and hours he practiced and the dedication of the game. And they, they didn't get married. They ended up breaking up. I wish I had the – I knew Mrs. Cantley now, but no such <laughs> luck. Right. But I, at least back then I was always impressed because he was younger and newer onto the tour then. And just, you know, having somebody that wasn't a golfer, she would tell me, I just can't believe – how long and how much he practices every day and just, you know, never stops. Uh, and I think all the pros are like that. That's what gets them there. That's their edge. But uh, he's, you know, he's a terrific player, consistent, and uh, he's my pick to win this. Not that it's anybody's surprise, but I just think, you know, I don't like to pay up. We both sink down a lot on guys in, in uh, tournaments and try to make a, a level playing field with, with who we're rostering. But, I just think Cantley's that much better. I really like Cantley this week. Uh, the thing is, though, site to site, you know, I it's it's tougher on DraftKings. He's yeah. he's the most expensive guy now on the board with Dustin Johnson withdrawing. And yeah. if you compare him to some of the other top players on DraftKings, he's sixteen hundred more than Spieth and two thousand more than Molinari, for example. Wow. Over on FanDuel. Yeah, it's I, not I, that much of a spread. It's not. I mean, he's only eleven eight, nine. Yeah, he's yeah. only eight hundred more than Spieth, and he's only a thousand more than Molinari. And the pricing yeah. in general uh, is pretty soft on FanDuel this week. I realized something kind of fun, Coach. You can put four studs up there and still be able to make a lineup. For example, hmm. if you use Cantlay, Spieth, Berger, and Casey. You can still make a lineup with two minimum price players. So this is a real opportunity for, for stars and scrubs. And, you know, we grind on the value players. So I'm not sure that that is going to be the GPP build yet for FanDuel this week, but it's in play. I'm going to keep looking at those value players on FanDuel. So if you want to have fun, if you want to have fun this week and stack your lineup, go to FanDuel. On DraftKings, you have to work a little bit harder. And yeah. so I'm, I'm more likely to fade Cantlay there to get a little bit more of a balanced approach. Um, but it, it, it's not going to be comfortable if I end up fading him on DraftKings for sure. Yeah, it is it is totally different builds for sure. You know, I was, I was eyeballing the trio of Cantlay, Berger, and Casey, and I can do it. And I was thinking, man, that's, you know, that's some high side players right there. But uh, I'm working on it. Got to got to find some uh, some of your value plays are going to help, and uh, hopefully I can put that together. But we'll see. Well, here's a here's an opportunity for a couple value players. If you look okay. at this the strokes gained approach statistic okay. r- rankings this season, I think that's an important stat this week. Historically, that has been a key indicator of success on this course. Your boy Zalatoris is the highest ranked player in that stat who's playing in this event. Wow. We know that you've been his number one fan. So if I fade him, everybody (laughs) run 
the window and bet him to win it all. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, other guys who are high on this statistic are some of the mid-tier value plays. Uh, Matthew Neesmith is only 8,000 on DraftKings. He tied for seventh last week in Phoenix. He's he's coming on. Our boy Kyle yeah. Stanley, only 7,400. Three straight top 36 finishes. He's playing really good golf. Harold Varner third tied for 13th last week. He's great with his approach shots. Only 7,700 on DraftKings. Molinari. Uh, has now all danger on the shorter courses. Sorry, I yep. just wanted to say Varner's always a danger on the short yep. courses. Yep. Uh, Molinari is next on the list. Then we've got Doug Gim, who's only 7,500. His last two events tied for fifth, tied for 37th. Chez yeah. Revy, there, there he is again. Norlander, right there on that ranking. How about Russell Knox from Scotland? He knows how to play in weather. There you go. He's 7,800. And our boy Malnati. Also 7,800. Tied for 10th at the Farmers. Uh, he's really uh, kind of breaking out here in the last year yeah. with some some good finishes. And he transitions well into the putting statistics. I'll just mention a couple names here. Uh, Strokes gained putting this year. He's near the top. And that's why he's done so well. Then we've got Bill Haas, who's only 6,400. And Patton Kazire, another guy you like. In general, because of his consistency, he's right. made nine straight cuts, and he's seventy six hundred. Hmm. That's that's a solid value. I I want to add something to Malnati because he's a, a sleeper for me as well. Do you know that he was uh, in sixth place, uh, staring down a birdie putt? I think to tie for third at the time in the final round last year in this event, and he missed it. Ended up finish finishing tied for eleventh. But, you know, that's that's great experience for a guy coming back. And then he's had a pair of top 15s in the last month. So, you know, a guy that's cheap that we've we, you you came up with a couple weeks back when I didn't even know how to say his name completely. And he's he's now really coming in. And is a consideration. Yeah, he's becoming a force to be reckoned with. And then the last two names for putters. Our boy Kevin Streelman again, right at the top for strokes gain putting on POA. That's the surface here for yeah. the putting greens. And then the other lefty, of course, Brian Harmon, 8,200. Sort of par for the course, no pun intended for him recently with a tie for 36 yeah. and, a, and a tie for eighth. He just, you know, makes cuts, gets top 40s, and is a solid addition to the lineup. Very nice, man. Very, very good. A um, couple things real quickly here. If you want to join in and become a member here at Coach Talk, jump into dfscoachtalk.com. That's our website. You can sign up directly through there uh, for as little as a three-day pass for $10. Uh, if you want to take advantage and you know bet some, bet some money on these golfers, for example, then you can take advantage of our BetUS offer, which if you uh, go to betus.com.pa and make your very first deposit with them, for $199, use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. Uh, you then send that information to us, tweet it to us, and you will get a free three-month membership, which is a $225 value with us here at Coach Talk. So it'll cover uh, all kinds of uh, baseball coming up, then all of this golf, and of course, 
seven day a week NBA that we uh, also do. So love to have you join us. We'll be posting uh, this evening. Uh, so once you listen to this podcast, you have plenty of time to to join in and we'll have all these lineups and picks and players uh, in there in our discord and plenty of time this evening for you to get them all set for tomorrow's tee off. So we would love to have you there. All right. Any final words, Andrew, from the PGA golf world? I think you covered it. Uh, I'm excited about this week and uh, uh, be, be sure to join us for hoops tomorrow as well as we continue that seven days a week. And we're going to continue our uh, weekly golf podcast uh, in what should be an exciting 21 season. We're excited, man. We're going to gain more and more momentum with this. Our, our basketball has tons of views. Golf hasn't quite caught the fire yet. So if you're listening to this, man, you're, you're not in the biggest group of people yet. So take advantage of the advice because we're hot. Jump in there take down some of these tournaments and then, then let us know how you, if you're not a member just shoot us a message on youtube or you can check us out at dfs coach talk uh, on twitter andrew's at language olympic i'm at j-o-e-s-a-r-v-a-d-i and shane is at d-e-t sports shane those are pros here at coach talk all right it was a good one i'm excited don't sleep on max homa don't fade the chalk and Cantley, and uh, hopefully these guys can handle the conditions, the cold, the wind, and uh, we can have an enjoyable golf tournament. So we should listening in. Have a, a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll get back with you tomorrow in NBA when we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>